You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And I have to say, you know, one of the things that is most exciting for me about this podcast and what keeps me going each and every day are the comments, the tweets, everything that you're tagging me on. I was tagging a bunch of LinkedIn posts over the last 24 hours. Uh, and I just want to say thank you. Keep on. Uh, really appreciate you sharing uh, the podcast, putting out your favorite episodes. We're actually doing a, a contest um, in our Discord this week where we're going to be giving away a couple NFTs uh, as well for some some fun challenges. So make sure you check out that in our in our Discord. But you know, one of the the questions that I've been getting a lot lately, and I think it's because you know I'm excited that a lot of my friends, my fellow marketers, my fellow speakers, are launching their own NFT project or their own creator coin. Are they, you know, they're asking questions about, you know, either where should they start? Should they start with a creator coin or an NFT? Or you could call it a social token, a social token or an NFT. And then I'm also hearing the question of like, how do you continue growth over the long term? How do you, you know, manufacture a lot of this, you know, long term success? And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna share that I actually think this is one of the, the big barriers for current NFT projects, many of them that are my favorites, right? If you launched, an NFT project, or you joined an NFT project that launched in uh, really July, August, September, October, November of last year. One of the one of the things that I can almost guarantee is that there's been multiple lulls, and then there's also been you know probably been a shift in the team, shift in the deliverables, and you know one of the things that I'm a big believer in is not only that shift happens. <laughs> But also the fact that we have to be willing to not only roll with the punches, which if you listen to that episode, I actually think that's the number one skill set that you can have in this NFT Web3 space is the ability to roll with the punches, right? Understand that you can't predict, you can't control the market, you can't control when other people launch, you can't control a lot of the variables that are around there. While at the same time, I also understand that you have to you have to be able to you know redefine the goals that you are that you're managing against so that you can help get you towards that definition of success and uh, you know it's a running joke on my team that you know the thing I might say more than just about anything other than probably we is greater than me is I talk a lot about the the idea that we must define what success looks like and then we must map goals out that allow us to get to that definition of success. And, you know, I've had the, the ADHD coin, which is the superpowered coin over on Rally. I've had that coin now for almost a year and a half. And the most interesting part is that in the last 45 days, we've had the most growth that we've ever had in our coin. And you might want to might realize that in our social token creator coin world, crypto has been down pretty badly. I mean, I mean, crashing like crazy these last 45 days. Yet for our creator coin, it's actually been our all-time hot. We, like Each day we're hitting our all-time. I, actually today, 
increased our all-time high from yesterday. And just to give a little context, right, we're, we're recording this near the end of May. But May 1st, if we, if we go back, you know, and we look at May 1st from a, uh, you know, a you know, tangible way of kind of looking at, you know, what has our growth been? You know, on May 1st, it, it cost you 30 RLY, 30 R rally tokens for one ADHD, uh, ADHD token. And of course, that's the, that's the number we, we measure against. Today, right now when I'm recording this, it cost you 56 RLY token for, almost, for one ADHD coin. We have almost doubled the, 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 the value of our coin since May 1st. So in 22 days, we've almost doubled the value of our, of, our, of our token. And you might be wondering, well, how the hell did you do that when crypto is down? But this is probably the first place I'm going to say is that creator coins or social tokens, that you can be called either one, are not crypto, right? They are, we, they are not to be thought of as cryptocurrency. I don't look at these as an investment or a currency themselves, what I look at them as, as they are really the, a, my, like the ADHD coin for me, is it's the, an entry point into Web3 that has its own additional utility. And I actually look at the ADHD coin and the levels of coin as a utility just like I would an NFT. And you might be wondering, you know, what are some of the things that I've done over the last 22 days, or we have done, what our team has done over the last 22 days that have allowed um, this growth? And I, and I also just want to put out there, you know, it's, it's not easy to switch to change your own mindset, right? This is, this is one of the places that I wanted to really, you know, hone in on. One of the things that is the hardest to, to understand when it comes to both creator coins and NFTs is that you have to train and embrace a, hold, you know, a holding mindset. Now, what do I mean by a holding mindset? That means that you know, what we've been used to when we are buying services or we're buying you know, products or even you know, uh, you know, participating in something like a Patreon or we're buying an online course... The, the way that it's always been has been a transactional relationship, right? I create an online course, and then you buy the online course, and you send me money, and I send you the course. Now, that is a, a transactional relationship. In this world, in the creator economy, where we've built this you know, super-powered you know, community, it is not a transactional relationship. There are transactional use cases for the actual coin, but there are also many use cases, most of them, built around a holding mindset. And what I mean by a holding mindset is that if you, rather than you having to feel like I have to buy something and send money to, a, to me as the creator or founder of the coin, the shift is that you actually, instead of buying and, sell it and, and sending it to me, you simply are holding it. And by you holding that coin, you are now able to get access to certain utilities. Much like when you hold a utility, uh, hold an NFT, that NFT unlocks certain things. So you might be wondering, like, why do I have both? Well, for me, it actually allows for a couple different things that you might not have thought of. Now, for example, what, you know, for anyone who saw me at VCon this past week, or you saw me on stage uh, the week before at CEX in Arizona. The shoes that I was wearing, they're the LeBron James, the, the new LeBron James that I was wearing. I actually purchased them with ADHD coin in our marketplace within our Discord. 
See, someone in our Discord, James, posted that he was, you know, he had some, uh, you know, some LeBrons that were this size and that he would take uh, a certain amount of ADHD coin in exchange for those NFTs. Those for those NFTs, for those uh, shoes, for those sneakers. Now, I was very lucky that they were my size. But you might be wondering, like, wait, so does, does James just take that money out to his bank account? And like, why didn't you just pay him in coin well, or in you know, traditional USD? Well, here's the answer. So in our, in our community, in our economy, there's a couple different levels. And when you get to certain levels, there's certain utility that exists. And James was at the utility level of what we consider the 39 club or the 39 holder. So if you're holding 39 ADHD superpowered coins, you get certain uh, perks. One of them happens to be you get airdropped the amount of coins based on the amount of people at that role. So really, it's a beautiful little um, family where if you onboard your friends and you onboard people into our amazing community, not only do we all benefit from a coin holder perspective, but you also increase the amount of airdrop that you get each and every single week. We're going to be doing one tonight for those that have 39, are holding 39 uh, ADHD. But for James, he had 39, but he wanted to get to the 93 level, right? So if you're holding 93 ADHD coin, you get access to a 60-minute Zoom that is just myself, my team, and all of those that are at the 93 club level. And you can ask any questions. We cover uh, latest topics and trends. People ask questions about, uh, hey, I'm launching this project. What do you think? Or, hey, I'm thinking about buying this NFT. What do you think? And so for James, he didn't have to actually buy something with USD. He was able to take a, a product that he had, which were these LeBron James uh, sneakers, put them up in the marketplace, and then I was actually able to use my coin to purchase those. So he, he mailed out the shoes to me. It's what I've been wearing the last couple of days. And then for him, he was able to get to that level of 93, um, you know, having 93 coins, which now he gets access to this amazing utility. On top of that, when the, as the coin increases in value, right, as we onboard more people, as there's more coins in circulation, the actual price or the value of that coin will continue to increase. So funny enough, whenever I bought those sneakers uh, uh, from uh, James, it was actually in the end of April. And if I look right now, when I bought them in the end of April, the, the amount of RLY, and I'm looking at it right now live as we, it was 28 point, let's see, 28.3. So 28.3 RLY would get you one ADHD coin. Well, as of today, it's actually 56.6. So ultimately, not only did James get additional utility, he's able to jump on that phone call because he was able to exchange in our marketplace the LeBrons for the ADHD coin, but the, the actual amount of value has actually doubled, almost exactly doubled, from 28 uh, RLY to 1 ADHD to 56 RLY to ADHD. Now, the other part of this that I think of when we think about you know, launching you know, uh, coins and NFTs, I do look at it as you know, the education play is ridiculous, right? We have to educate people on you know, everything from security to value to the difference between holding and transactions. And we also have to educate people on you know, what, are, what do they look at for you know, success and how do they manage you know, what this is all about? Now, I will tell you, 
a lot of the people that are that were initial holders of mine in the uh, in our ADHD coin uh, holder ecosystem, a lot of them had never bought crypto before or NFTs. A majority of them actually. And they were doing it more of like, Brian, I believe in you. It sounds like you're building something cool, but I'm not really sure what that is. But as of the last, let's say, eight months, we've tapped into a much more Web3 heavy uh, you know, community. And one of the things that's been beautiful about this community is that we've been able to learn with them on one of the things that they find valuable. So for me, being able to add utility or value onto certain um, components of uh, coin holders or NFTs has been something where I can, if you are listening to our podcast and you are sharing in our Discord on a regular basis, you know, a couple times a week uh, on your favorite podcast episodes, I do airdrops every single week into our community where it just picks a random 75 people and it airdrops them a certain amount of ADHD coin. Now, one of the people in our community let us know the other day that she joined in January and she actually didn't put a dollar of her own money in, but she's very active in our community. She's, uh, you know, loves the, the podcast. She jumps into our trivia nights and things that are going on in our discord and simply through engaging uh, winning a couple of the trivia night uh, where we give away you know, as much as 10, uh, sometimes you know, 5 or 10 ADHD coin, um, that she's been able to actually work her way up to that 93 level without putting a dollar in play. So for her, the 93 coin level, it's not about how much dollars that 93 coin is worth. Rather, what is that not holding 93 coins get her as far as value, as far as utility, as far as, you know, getting able to connect with others, being able to jump on a Zoom call, right? And, and if you think about it this way, right, our, right now, you know, I think for a Zoom call when my team is booking out our consulting, you're looking at $1,200, $1,400 for an hour of my time right now. That's just the way that it works. But from, from a standpoint of rewarding our community, she was actually able to get value, and be a part of our community, listen and engage, meet other people, and also build up enough ADHD coin where she can log into that call every single Friday. Or maybe she doesn't want to log in every Friday. She can log in one Friday a month. But what is beautiful about that is it is another entry point. And the other side of this that is also really valuable is I also look at this as crossover, right? So I want to teach NFT people the value of creator coins, and I want to teach creator coin people the value of NFTs, but also I want to use them in conjunction with each other. So for our upcoming merch drop, one of the things that we realized was we wanted to give people a discount on merchandise based on the amount of NFTs they hold, which NFTs they hold, as well as how much coin they're holding, because we want to give them a discount so they can buy the merchandise because we want to reward those that are at certain levels. What's beautiful of that is we were able to create five different storefronts. And then when someone logs into our website to actually purchase the merchandise once it's announced, they're going to be able to connect their account. And it's going to say, connect your Ethernet wallet, connect your rally portfolio. And then based on what you hold in your rally portfolio, based on what you hold in your Ethereum portfolio, it's going to give you access to a certain storefront. Some will have special edition merchandise that will only be available for certain people. Some will have certain discounts where the prices will be much lower for certain people. 
what is really cool about this for me is that it's not an all or nothing solution, right? I don't have to drop a discount code to everyone in my community, but guess what? It's also taking it a step further because not only am I rewarding my holders, but I'm rewarding those that are engaged and active and I'm able to celebrate them by rewarding them to do things with merchandise as well. And then the other part of this that over the last months that we've kind of realized, and I got to give a shout out to Dan in our community. I've given him a shout out a couple of times. Um, and I just love what he provides as far as, you know, analytics and data and insights. But Dan brought it to my attention and, and I, I have to give full credit where credit is due. When you think about like NFTs, right? NFTs, you have a finite collection. And one of the things that I've, that I've realized is that, you know, part of the marketing and the, the, the communication once you sell out is probably one of the most important aspects. Yes, yet most NFT projects, if I had to say where I think most NFT projects are doing this wrong, it's the fact that most of them, almost all of them, but most of them are actually forgetting that it's important to market and communicate still so that you increase the secondary sales, right? Because in the NFT game, it is a supply and demand conversation, right? Because you have a certain amount of supply, right? We only have 365 superfans NFTs. We only have 22 founders NFTs, right? So for me, part of it is like, okay, once we sell them out, it's now part of our job to you know, provide extra demand where if someone decides they want to sell one of the ones they hold, and we have people that hold you know, five, six, seven, um, some that hold just one, if they do want to hold that on secondary market, if there is a, a high amount of demand, of course, now the price of that is going to go up, right? The price that, that they can actually um, you know, uh, ask for that in, in return. Now, in the coins, this is a different conversation. So, you know, I know a lot of friends that are launching uh, coins right now, and this would be, you know, my advice, is the number I was looking at for the longest time was total number of supporters. So back on Halloween, we had under 400 total supporters. Today, we have up over 1,730 uh, supporters of our coin. And I was really worked, working on onboarding new people into, uh, into our ecosystem, right? So I would give bonuses if you, if you signed up for uh, ADHD coin with our certain link. Um, we would you know, give people reasons to jump into our Discord and then, of course, onboard them into our coin. But one of the things that I was brought to my attention was that we also have to look at what are the levels people hold and then how do we give them increased value internally so that we can get them to hold more. And so this is one of the things that I got wrong, and, and this is where I would give massive advice, and I think this goes for NFTs and creator coins, is that when you are marketing and you are building out utility, you have to think about utility in twofold. Utility for existing holders and exi utility for new holders. But in the creator coin conversation, I can add utility at different levels, at different entry points. I even dropped an NFT. If you were one of the first 1,093 uh, holders of our coin, I gave you an NFT. The NFT is 1,000, uh, it's called a 1,093 super fans, um, true fans uh, NFT. Well, with that NFT, it's going to unlock some things over the summer and in the fall that is, that is only going to be available for those that hold that NFT. Now, I airdropped it for free. We've actually airdropped many NFTs. We dropped, uh, airdropped one the other uh, week, uh, a music NFT. So if you were you know, one of our, our supporters, you, were, you got a music NFT in your inbox that you were able, we added directly to your rally portfolio. 
And so what I'm able to do with this whole you know um, element is when I have new projects or new uh, you know deliverables or new things that I want to work towards, I can actually leverage the coin as well as NFTs to add value, to add um, increased utility, but I also can do it to amplify, to celebrate, and to really create value that we can build on later. And this is the part that you know I said I, I went wrong, was that I was really focused on getting people to sign up and hold at least one coin. And then I was talking to people and saying, okay, what's the value for being a whale at 500 coins? What I didn't think about was a lot of people need to see that value along the way. And so when we started to add utility, at different levels, right? 39, 93. Um, we have utility that we're building up be even beyond that, right? Where we're doing a combination of, of utility. If you hold a certain amount of coin and these NFTs, we're going to give you something even you know, above and beyond. We're going to give you, you know, maybe it's access early to our upcoming in-person event. Maybe it is uh, an extra airdrop or maybe an exclusive airdrop for our upcoming PFP project. But really what this ultimately means for me, and this is the piece that I, I feel like we can all learn from, is that here's the hard truth. No matter if it's an NFT or a creator coin, you need an audience. And I know you're like, wait a second, Brian, I thought this is about community. Well, here's the truth. You know, I've spent, <laughs> it's crazy to think of now, nine years building my personal brand the day was November 2nd, 2013, when I started and said, you know what? I'm going to start telling my story. I'm going to start giving people access to who I am online. Since November 2nd, 2013, I've created seven podcasts, well over 2,000 live stream videos. I've spoken at events around the world. I've been guests on a couple hundred podcast episodes. I tweet regularly almost every single day. I do Instagram stories on the regular. And for me, what all of that was doing was not only building rapport and trust with my audience, but it was, it was giving me an audience that I could then hopefully turn in to becoming fans and friends and followers, and then ultimately welcoming them into a community. One of the hardest things that, that I believe we are running into right now is that if you do not have a big audience or you don't have an audience at all right now, there is no easy button. And it's not actually easy to start with just a coin or an NFT project. And it's actually why I think most NFT projects, when I talk to a founder and the founder says, you know, I've never done anything online digitally. I've never had a big social media following. A lot of this can be overwhelming and a lot of this can be really, let's face it, can be too much for people because you're going to have to realize that there are people that are at different levels and different parts of their journey on getting to know you. You know, I had someone that came up to me at the event this past week and they said, Brian, I've been following you since you worked at the data center company. That was 2012, 10 years ago. And they said, I've been following you for the longest time. I love all the things that you put out, but it really never connected with me until recently when I've been really diving in a little bit more on just the idea of what is... What does an online community look like in Web3? And then I was able to uh, immediately jump to your content. And now I'm in your Discord. I hold your ADHD coin. I bought one of your NFTs. And I said, wow, I'm so glad that you've come on this journey with, with me. And you, know, you decided to, to jump in. And his comment back was simply, and he said it without even missing a beat. He said, well, honestly, I loved what you were doing. But for me, part of it was like, hey, this guy is doing great things, but I don't have the time 
or the attention or really what he's doing doesn't really fit me at the moment. But 10 years later, he's like, I'm so glad that I first discovered you and started following you because I didn't even have to question if it were worth it getting ADHD coin or if it was worth it based on the NFTs that you were holding. He's like, so how funny is it that, um, you know, me following you 10 years ago, your ROI paid off 10 years later. Who would have thought it? And to me, that's a big piece of this. The other part that I just want to, you know, kind of highlight on this, you know, this idea of audience and, and following and content is for me, part of the, this journey uh, and part of the podcast has been, you know, how do we build trust in Web3? I believe you build trust in Web3 by making it about the we, not just the me. And unfortunately, there are other creators that have just made it about themselves or about their own internal um, you know, eco, you know, e- economy. And no shade at them, but I believe, unfortunately, they will become, you know, what happens in that kind of environment is that it's hard to grow externally. And it becomes one of those things where you're then asking only those that are already inside to add more and to be the ones that are, are only the ones bringing people in and out. For me, I actually believe it's essential to have dedicated, open conversation and content with both your external audience and community as well as your internal audience holders and those that are believers. So if you know or maybe you don't know, you know, on Monday and Tuesday nights, I host uh, a Twitter space. I'd ho- I co-host uh, Alpha Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, with Shira Lazar and Manushka. We, we host it every Monday at 9 p.m. It usually runs about two hours. We talk about Alpha and new things that are coming up um, as far as uh, in the NFT space. We, inter- we bring up some projects and some people uh, to hear what they have going on. Uh, our mantra is you give love and, and then you can share love, right? And, and then on Tuesdays, we have our new show, which is the Superpower Hour, uh, which is at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, which we are doing as a Twitter space that allows you to come up, share, engage, ask questions you know, on Twitter spaces. But then on Wednesdays, we do an internal town hall on our Discord for all those that are in our Discord community. And then on Fridays, we do a 93 Club uh, Zoom call, right? And so the reason I, I say that is because one of the things that I struggled with as a creator was I only have a certain amount of time. But here's the truth. The team and I have figured this out in the sense of how we can scale and how we can grow, right? We, we went from having two people at the start of this in November to now having, you know, we have 10 uh, teammates now. We just had an amazing uh, team call that lasted a couple of hours this morning. And what is beautiful about this is that we are able to provide content that builds trust, which is this podcast, right? We are able to demonstrate our authority in the space by buying an NFT every single day, as well as co-hosting uh, Twitter spaces publicly with others that we, you know, we care about and that we are, are, are lucky to be aligned with. But then we also provide open communication, dialogue, and interaction with those that are internally, both Wednesdays and Friday. Now, if this sounds like a lot, guess what? It is. But the beauty of it is that now things are working in a way that it is not about me. I was even joking with our team is that I was like, for me, the beauty of this amazing community and audience that we are building around the podcast, the Twitter the Twitter spaces, as well as our Discord, our soon, our SMS uh, text message uh, service, is that the beauty is that people are coming in maybe because they learn from me, they're trusting me. 
but they're staying because they find people that they can align with in the community. They find people to connect with, to share with, to grow with, to learn with. And to me, that's what true community is all about. For me, my job as a creator is not to make it about me. I didn't name my coin the Fanzo coin. I named it the ADHD coin because of I looked at it as like ADHD as my superpower. And I want to help others embrace and leverage and realize that we all have superpowers. And in many cases, it's our, our vulnerabilities or our, the things that people tell us are our weaknesses that if we're able to embrace them and, and design a world around us that is optimized for us, we're able to really make a bigger impact and a bigger difference in the greater good. And so the funny part about this whole thing is that the more that this amazing community grows, the more the utility becomes access to each other and growing with each other compared to just me as a creator. And that's probably the lesson that I've learned the most over this year and a half is that you'll never scale your own time. We all have 24 hours in the day. No money, no crater coin, no crypto, no NFT will buy you more time. But what you're able to do is create experiences, build that trust, and then get the hell out of the way and let the magic happen. So if you're listening to this right now and you have services that you provide, maybe that you, you, know, you advise, you coach, you can jump into our Discord and you can, you can use ADHD coin within the marketplace. You can trade your goods and services for ADHD coin. And by then holding that, that ADHD coin that you then trade your goods and services for will then unlock additional utility and additional things for you as well. The other beauty of this is that at any time you are not feeling like you have, you know, you want to be a part of this anymore. You don't feel like you're getting value. Maybe your, your goals have changed. Guess what you can do? You can sell, you can bridge out your coin, you can sell your coin, you can sell your NFTs. That is the beauty of this creator economy. And the thing that to me that really has hit home lately is that all I have to do is show up and continue to deliver on what I do best. And that's hopefully some education, some inspiration, and my own share of motivation. So for those that are thinking about this space, I'm going to challenge you to really think hard about what does that look like for you and your time and your overall you know, mission and vision. The other thing I want to challenge you on is you don't have to build this alone. One of the things that we are building with our team is the ability to template and onboard new creators with creator coins that have existing audiences. And that what our goal is that we want you to also be able to leverage our audience and our community. I think one of the biggest issues in this space right now in Web3 is that we're all kind of forced to build everything from scratch. A new Twitter account, a new Discord. We need to have you know, new education, new videos. I've said this and I will say it again. If you are launching a creator coin, you are launching a Discord, you are launching an NFT, please feel free to jump onto our YouTube. Right? Just search NFT365 on YouTube. It'll come up. Feel free to use any of those videos Include the links, embed the videos in your, in your educational material. Maybe you're going to use it in your, you know, your uh, education section of your Discord. For me, I don't want to stick my hands around it and say, you have to be inside of my economy to leverage what we're doing. Yes, if you're on the inside, we're going to get extra access, extra value. We're going to streamline things. But I will tell you, this is how we're kind of looking at it. 
If you want to engage and put in the time, by doing so, we're going to reward you to where you don't even have to put any money in play and you're going to benefit from being a part of our economy. If you're like, Brian, I don't have the time or the, the focus to engage, but I want to be able to buy in. I want to buy 93 coin so I can jump in and do that at, you know, at that level so I get access to that Zoom call. You can buy in as well. Just go to ADHDcoin.com. And so I'm excited for so many people that are, that are entering this NFT and creator coin space but just know that you're not alone. Just know that it is a long road. Uh, you know, it took me eight months to figure out how to talk about the coin in a way that I felt related with my audience. And then it took me a couple more months to figure out how to also, you know, leverage NFTs alongside of it. But the beauty of it is that I'm now building out this amazing team and I have this amazing podcast and all of you amazing listeners and we're growing a new NFT project. And all of it is funded through the ADHD coin at Rally and our NFTs. We sold 22 NFTs at $5,000 each. We sold 360, well, we have 363 NFTs at $365 USD. We've been able to airdrop many different NFTs. We may be able to add the proof of podcast that many of you participate in the podcast each and every month, where we're able to roll out some additional merch. We may be able to co-support some amazing projects like the Meta Athletes, as well as team up in partnership with projects like Meta Whips, or even projects that we have on the upcoming that I can't wait to show you or talk to you about. For me, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's been a lot of sacrifice. I'm not going to lie. But I truly do believe that we're building right now the business, the community, and the creator economy that it will be the work that I work on for the rest of my life. This super-powered family is everything that I want to build and more. And I'm telling you, friends, we're just getting started. Those that are jumping in right now, you are not too late because we're going to look back over this next year, and I can promise you this thing. We are going to go bigger. We are going to go badder. We're going to probably jump into different blockchains as far as our coin and the ways that we can use it. We're going to have our big NFT drop on Ethereum. We're going to roll out another phase two of that NFT onto a Solana blockchain. We are going to incorporate brand new contracts you've never seen before. We are going to work our way till November where we are going to uh, you know, sell our collection of Mint 365 uh, on November 11th. We are co-media partnering with an amazing uh, project, an amazing event coming up called the Crypto crypto business conference. You'll hear more about that upcoming. Uh, we have some beautiful things that are in the works uh, coming this summer as far as uh, collaborations and things that are even you know, going to hopefully give you additional value, add on the utility that, you've, you, that you listen to each and t- every day. And then lastly, here's the thing. I'm not the greatest salesperson, but I also believe that I know that this isn't for everyone. And so here's the truth. The podcast isn't going anywhere. I've been doing, we've been doing you know, a free podcast episode every single day that includes a YouTube video, that includes a blog post on our website every single day, and we're not asking for anyone to pay us any money to do that. I truly believe that much in this space. I believe that we are greater than me. I believe for you to find your aha, that moment that gets you excited, you have to come in and you have to find different entry points. You have to you, you get involved in different projects. I mentioned before that my advice used to be get into one project and go all in. 
My advice now is to get into two or three projects and be able to compare the different value, the different utility, the different way people communicate. Because getting into one project isn't enough. If you're in our Discord, I definitely recommend jumping into other Discords as well. I know that sounds weird. If you are listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I'm drinking the Fanzo Kool-Aid, I recommend you listen to a couple other podcasts as well to hear other people's point of views. Because guess what? Others might be able to give you a perspective that maybe I'm not able to share. Maybe their style of delivery of their education might give you that aha moment that I wasn't able to do so. I don't really care where you get it from. I just am excited to be on this journey and on this ride with each and every one of you. So until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. The show.